to Flourish. I am your host, Jules. And I'm Nicolette. How are you guys today? Happy November. We are wow. officially in holiday season. We, yep. Like, bring it on. Like, how did the year end so fast? <laughs> I'm serious. Don't you feel like we were just sitting outside with the birds? Yes. Recording an episode. And remember how we said mm-hmm. we need to do one more episode outside with the lawnmowers and the birds? I do. And we never did. And now it's 40 degrees. Now we're cold. (laughs) (laughs) That's really rude. Did we do a few episodes? Yeah, we did like three in a row, I feel like. And then never went went back. I know. Which was sad. Well, some of you gave us good feedback that you liked the birds. It's true. Some (laughs) Some people like our husbands were like... The lawnmower and yeah. the chainsaws and the sirens. You know, there was, yeah, the sirens was a bad. It was a bit much. Yeah. We didn't realize that mm-hmm. there were police sirens in the back mm-hmm. of that one until all of you said you thought you were being pulled over while listening <laughs> to it. Yes, I forgot. <laughs> again, we're really sorry. Yes. Because we know there's some of you starting from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So again, we're sorry. Mm-hmm. If you have to listen to that, sorry in advance couldn't tell you what episode it's in yes but you know just be on the lookout Mm -hmm. and maybe actually we're not gonna say maybe me and jules are going to force ourselves to go somewhere tropical hopefully oh absolutely (laughs) during the thick of winter yes and we can record on a vacay we can record anywhere ocean waves behind us how about that i think that sounds really dreamy i think that sounds i'm ready to go there let's go today yeah let's do it (laughs) speaking of vacays how was yours mine was so good joel's just got back from florida yes so great it was sunny and warm no it was a really good time it was it good weather the whole time it was perfect weather the whole time it was high 80s it was really nice it really was i'm really sorry to rub it in everyone's face but it was really nice i can't believe that some of you we have so many listeners from florida so many i can't believe you all live in that tropical environment all the time every day your skin and your hair it seems a little unfair to me but i feel like i would age so much less if i lived in a place like that yes my hair actually did wonderfully in Florida. Kate, the picture you posted with you and Jay. Yeah. Was that just your, everyone wanted to know <laughs> how you got your waves? Tell us, how did you get your waves? Was how, it natural? This is really unusual for me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not used to trying to tell people how I do my hair. If you could see it now, you wouldn't want to know. But um, no, I, I um, curled like four pieces on top. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. I sleep with it just in some sort of yes bun situation, so mm-hmm. it gives a little awkward wave. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm just going to tell you what I think did it, and it's something I think you'll agree with me on. Okay, because this is a luxury, something that neither of us have. Okay. That when when we have it, yes, feels magical. Is soft water. Honestly, <laughs> what is wrong with the world? For not having soft water in every home. Why do we not have it? And why is it so much money? <laughs> it is so, so much money. But it, dr- it, it does magic. It cha- I tell people all the time, if you really want your hair to change, yeah, especially blondes, people that have damaged their hair with bleach, if, if you can invest in a water softener, mm-hmm. it will change your hair. Like I, mine was thriving. Loads. Mine was thriving. I did use um, some, oh, it's a brand you love. 
oh what is it because i do love i love the living proof texture spray yes because it works really well and it also smells like candy yes it um, also costs dollars it does uh-huh. and i feel quite a about few it. yeah mm-hmm. i feel great about it mm-hmm. mostly because it smells delicious mm-hmm. <laughs> oh but what did i use it was a it's like a dry shampoo but also a texturing spray it has the um you use it i feel like on all IGK? of your yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. igk is mm-hmm. it the charcoal one yeah it was like a little travel size i think Cute. that i got as a gift and yeah. i used that and i feel like i really yes liked it's it. a really good one i feel like it's like a dry shampoo yeah it worked really well it didn't make my hair turn white yes that's why you know i what love I mean? it yeah because you know how some can do that like well you almost have to get your hair wet after with some dry shampoos yeah. and you're like this is defeating and it feels the purpose gunky. yes thick and yeah. like stiff yeah but that i felt like was just only gave me volume and yes. made my hair look clean and it wasn't clean in that picture that i posted well on your hair the looked, internet you looked like you had just gotten out of the ocean thank you so much Maybe scrunched your hair four mm. times and whipped it around. Amazing. And you were sun-kissed. Ugh. That was fake too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm unable. I'm unable to tan. Same. So, you know, love mm-hmm. a little self-tanner well, for it all really of us. fit the mood. Thank you. Thank you so much. Jay's tan was real. I was going to say, we yeah. all know Jay's was real because he just gets tan and it's not fair. Literally, he can sit in the sun for five minutes and he looks stunning why i can sit in the sun all day and i don't change or it's like lobster scary yeah, color mm-hmm. and then you peel yeah but it was a great trip good it was a really good trip we met up with some uh some friends that jay knows mm-hmm. and and i hope they're listening that would be fun Cute. hi if they are but um they have a beautiful farm and they invited us up to their farm for like a, a horse riding lesson yeah which so cute they i posted a video on my own personal instagram i'll post a video to the flourish mm-hmm. one this week they have 16 horses and oh. they yeah, oh. beautiful <laughs> they are all they've been show horses and they these horses are like meddled like they're world champion no. horses for their fancy feet they the fanciest feet. It is the cutest thing I've ever seen. They have such fast feet. I know there's a name for it. I'm not Stop. educated on what it is, but yes. it is a very specific style of training your mm-hmm. horse. And they have these very beautiful fast like they pick their feet up really high. It's not like a normal trot yeah. for a horse. Yeah. And it's so smooth when you're riding it. Like you just you don't move you, you don't move yeah you just glide with the horse and they're like so cute and they look like they're dancing you guys are gonna pass out when you see this video <laughs> i had to watch it like five times because i don't know why but there's something so sexy about julie on a horse <laughs> i know i'm not the only one because my friend leslie wrote me and said no are you kidding me with jewels on the horse and i wrote i'm watching it seven times over and feel weird about it and she goes it's so regal <laughs> I know. Have I missed my calling? I think this is what you're supposed to do. You know what? And I think everyone needs to watch it and also let Julie know if this is her calling because you're going to pass out when you see her on a horse. You know, I will say I, I really loved it. Like, I think I could love it. Like, why do I want to do the jumps? Like, I, I felt, want to be on the horse you and do looked, the jumping. You were so, you also were like, your body language was so, 
it really was regal <laughs> and the cute little feet of the horse just yes. so trotty happy so happy and you were you like I imagine that your like little booty was just like kind of little bouncing a little bit and it all just if I had an up close view I would have been like oh shoot stop <laughs> I love that you like had no idea no one was thinking it no, was sexy and no. here we all are like I'm like only looking out. at the horse. I'm like, look at his feet. <laughs> They're so cute. <laughs> One of them, the same friend did, she wrote me and she said, I'm imagining you giggling on yes. the horse as <laughs> you're riding it. Yes. And I was, I actually was like, like whisper screaming the whole no, time because no. I could not believe how cute the horse was. Stop. These horses are, they're babies. Oh. They like hug them. They're like, oh, you mm. like, they're the nicest horses. So we were giving them like big barrel Mm-mm. hugs. Mm-mm. They literally lick your hand like a dog. Mm-mm. We fed them so many treats. Mm-mm. They take such amazing care of their animals. They give them a bath every single time they <gasps> are ridden. And watching a horse get a bath is actually one of the sweetest things I've ever seen. Yes. I couldn't believe it. I was like sold on owning 10 horses have you seen the tiktoks of when people um are grooming their horses and trimming with clippers on them no and it tickles them <gasps> and so they laugh no. the horses you're laugh. lying they like do a neigh that's like a giggling neigh and they kind of like <laughs> kink their neck like they're oh, tickling it is the cutest that's thing insane. I've ever seen. They're humans, I feel. I'm going to look it up when They're I get home. Humans. They're humans. Maybe this beautiful. is what your retirement looks like. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope so. I hope you show up at my house in a horse. I know. On, on a, a horse. horse. <laughs> Not in one. On one. <laughs> I am serious, though. After doing the, just because it was just their, like, beginner first lesson. Mm-hmm. And the horse trainer, by the way, was the sweetest person. He's a fifth generation horse trainer. And he was so knowledgeable the horses were are like in love with him it was such a beautiful thing to see people taking such good care of their animals and having like top notch mm-hmm. um like their barn was facility stunning stunning Clean. spotless they have chandeliers hanging from their barn and literally people were there shining the chandeliers Stop. while we were there like it was pristine Ritzy. it was amazing yeah but it was so fun. Wow. That was a really fun part of the trip was spending the day with them, having them show us around yes. their beautiful What farm. city is that in mm, Florida? Know, Do you know? Wish I knew, you know? Because it looked, I didn't imagine it to look countryside in a place in yeah. Florida. Yeah, it is definitely more rural. I can't remember the name of the city, but it's definitely inland. Okay. And, but it was stunning. The it was like the streets around their neighborhood were where the trees all meet in the middle. Like it was oh so gosh. beautiful. So pretty. A dream. Yeah. An I was like, okay, dream. I can, I can do that. Yes. I can do this. Yes. But I kind of want to look into writing lessons now that I'm here. Why? I think I would, why would love you it. Not? I think they're probably really expensive, but I'm gonna look into it. You know, I have a client who like she rides and trains and cares for horses at a facility here that they're only used for therapy. What? Why does that feel like something you would do? I, I feel would, like she tells me she cries every day. I them. would cry every day. I can't, I can imagine. Cause they're used for oh, just that's, therapeutic purposes. That's next level. And I didn't know this, but horses are like, and I could be a, a little off with this so don't quote me but 
Okay, so you know how dogs breath when they breathe, it's pretty fast. Yeah. Well, horses have one of the most similar mm. breath paces as we do. Mm. So that's why they're used a lot for therapy is because you're supposed to, when you're around them, it actually lowers your heart rate wow, as far that's as your, because cool. you hear them breathing slow and you mimic it. Very cool. So they're just like a calming Sweet. species in general. That's really cool. <sighs> but is that your next job? It might be my next <laughs> career. <laughs> I'll be thrilled. Absolutely thrilled. Oh, well, amazing that so many people are in Florida. We also posted. Oh my gosh. We want, Jules wanted to see where everyone else was from. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Um, Blown away, actually. Wow. We thought we had, we, we always just figure most people are from Utah because that's where we're from. And Correct. we're like, oh, people probably support us and they're our friends and. <laughs> That's, that's it. it. <laughs> nope. No. Hardly any. I know we do have some Utah listeners. Definitely. But hardly, I mean, a very few amount of the responses were Utah. Were Utah and majority are like East Coast. Okay. So you know that this is like where I geek out in Julie the podcast, right? really geeks out on this. You guys, I like, I like to know where you're listening. This is like where I'm nerdy. Okay. So... I really, this, I can't tell you how excited I was with this post and that so many of you responded. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got out my notepad <laughs> and I wrote down everywhere that everyone said they were listening from and then did like tally marks when there were more than Stop one. It. And there were 40 of 50 states. Really? In the comments. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then we have some other countries. Yeah. Other countries, Australia, Ireland, Armenia. Yeah. The UK, I'm trying to think where else, uh, did, Prague, New Zealand, Czech yeah, Republic, Prague, like, okay, uh, th- uh, can I come visit you? I'm so <laughs> serious. <laughs> I'm so serious. And it was so fun. I was like writing with people and being like, oh my gosh, I want to visit where you live. And mm-hmm. people are like, I want to go to Utah. And I'm like, oh no, like, no, you don't. I'd rather go to Prague. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really fun to see. Yeah. We're blown away mm-hmm. by everyone just supporting us we I feel like our last couple weeks our inbox has been filled to the brim of everyone just taking the time to reach out to us so kind not just like a hey love the podcast it's usually something these are heartfelt meaningful heartfelt took you a few minutes to write out Mm -hmm. like our day I know days are busy like people are busy and to think that someone takes the time to even just write a little bit of a lengthy message to us it's oh it like makes me want to cry all the freaking I'm the time ex- I'm the exact same. and we freaking love you when we tell you we love you and we're so grateful for you we are not being dramatic i'm serious it's like i always write it in all caps because yes. i'm like i'm trying I'm to scream yeah it. i'm screaming i'm screaming it yeah i can't believe no it. no actually i ge- genuinely no i have responded. I don't know if you've done this yet, but I try have tried lately to respond to you guys in a voice note I, rather I than doing that. text messages or just messages. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard somewhere, I don't remember where, but it was during the pandemic that people, that was like a goal someone was setting was to send voice notes over 
messages to people in your texts or what whatever it is like because no one was seeing each other in person and we were all lacking like human interaction right right and to just try doing that um to just feel more of a closeness yeah yeah and I really liked that and I thought not only does it give you a more like authentic personalized message back and forth with each other and that you can build that like personal relationship I feel like it also saves you a ton of time I believe it and as dumb as that sounds like I feel like people get too overwhelmed with responding to text messages or on their Instagram to people because we already spend so much time on our phones and it can be exhausting and not good for us. Totally. But not only is this a way to like be closer to someone and feel more personal, but you're saving time just by answering in a voice note. And I have loved it. I actually appreciate, I have a few people in my life who only respond to me in, in voice notes and I used to think it was so grandma status <laughs> and almost lazy. Like I was almost like, why will you not just send me a text? Like, come on. But now I realize how much I love that. You just get to feel like you're actually having a conversation, but you don't have to. Sometimes picking up a phone and calling someone gives me anxiety. Same. I, I'm not like overly. I'm not great at it. I, I'm really not. And I blame it on my gener our generation of where we only have done things like behind a phone but for some reason calling people and like having to know how to end the conversation sometimes it gives me anxiety and I'm a I'm a per- people person like I can talk but, but it, it it's, it's hard it is so it is. knowing that there's no awkward ending you can send a voice note and it's done you said everything you said and you don't have to wait for a response immediately and then know how to respond again like I just love it. And I encourage all of you guys to start trying to send voice notes. I'll have to try it. To friends. It makes me nervous. Does it still make you nervous? Yes, it does. (gasps) Because, and I think that it's just because I am a little bit more shy that Mm -hmm. it does seem harder for me than it is for me. Yes. And I also am someone I really, sometimes I think I I like to think about what, Mm -hmm. I am someone I think in general who thinks a lot before they yes. respond. Yes. And so doing a voice note seems a little harder for me. Yeah. But I should that try makes it. sense. Yes. You should try it. Because you send me voice notes like when we text sometimes. Yes. And then I'll try and send them back and I'm like. Mm. You usually never do. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'll just text her. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just write her back. Well, and the best part is, is it's okay to sound silly. It is. And to be a normal human and laugh. There's so many times I've messed up what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I just let it go. And then I, it's just, it is what it is. <laughs> I know. I'm just nervous. You know me. I do know you, but it has been fun to communicate with you guys and to hear your voices. It just really bonds us. You know, it does. We love that. We love it. We love it. Speaking of um, communicating. Oh no. I have a message for you from Stop <laughs> your it. eyes just got so big i'm so scared from one of my patients who doesn't know you at all by the way she's it, about 80 years old we my favorite okay. you know and um she came in mm-hmm. and you know she really wants me to have a baby right oh yes uh-huh. mm-hmm. and she was asking me saying 
don't all of your friends have babies and uh, you know you're getting older and I was like I know you know this is what I get all day which is fine they're all cute it right honestly genuinely doesn't upset me in the slightest right um but so I was telling her that yes most of my friends have kids but one of my very best friends doesn't have kids yes I said and we have made a deal that we'll have them together mm-hmm. and she said I think you need to take it a step further and I said <gasps> what does that what do you mean and she said I think that you need to threaten her <laughs> Oh my that gosh. If you, if she doesn't have kids at the same time as you, cause I was telling her how I, th- how important it is for me. I think that I need to have someone that's a friend, a friend that is doing it with me. I mean, it's yes. not a deal breaker by any no. means, but like, really I think great. it would be really nice. So she was telling me that she was almost giving me an ultimatum for you <gasps> that you need to have a child at the same time as me or else we won't be friends. She told you to threaten me. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. She said, I think that you need to threaten her and tell her that maybe you won't be able to be your friend if you don't have kids at the same time. And I was dying. I was do you feel so hard. Do you feel that way? No. <laughs> so can't tell you who it's from, but you know, from one of my Stop patients. It. She was giggling too, if it made you, if okay. that makes you feel better. I don't okay. think she, you know. There was some seriousness behind it, but yeah. a little bit of a joke. Yeah, there was a little mm-hmm. hint of like, mm-hmm. I'm saying, I think you should do it, but maybe passive aggressively. Right. You know? So here I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not having a child mm-hmm. at this time, but yep. I guess this is just me reaffirming our deal. Okay. You know? I like to check have, in every once in a yeah, while. See how we're feeling. I do. I like see where that. we're at. Well, you guys, I still have not started my period. <laughs> still, I haven't ha- started my okay. next. Okay, that makes me feel better. One. Do you feel like it's about to happen? I, do, I feel like it's been ha- like should have been happening for the past like, because two me and you days. had sore boobs a week ago, which yeah. usually ha- don't you usually get them a week yep, before a week you start, before. and that's how I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping. Same that that happens I even had the thought yesterday while I was showering that what if we were podcasting and I started my period <gasps> in the middle of our I'd have to run have you to, would have to tell everyone I would have to be and like, I would also probably cry because <laughs> mine wasn't starting it and I'd probably push as hard as I could but maybe you would catch it from I would hope so just blow it your direction <laughs> <laughs> so sick that's nasty so stinky I regret it <laughs> Well, speaking of my period, Mm -hmm. I decided to go get foot sound yesterday by Kylie Finlinson, who we have had on the podcast. I'm jealous. I need to go. If you have not listened to that episode, you should. It's all about um, birthing, natural birth. It's really good. It's she's a foot zoner. She's a doula. She's a doula. It was a really cool episode. I learned so much. There's something for everyone to learn from it that can apply not only to like a female or a soon-to-be mother it just can it's very good in general she's an actual angel that has been on earth somehow actual and I was this was my very first time going to her she has a teensy home in a canyon here in Utah and I it's on a river and was it so beautiful she literally can walk outside naked into and soak in her river because there's no one no one and she does that every day but I immediately so anyway the reason I went to go get foot zoned is because I don't know if you know this but foot zoning I mean it can help for lots of reasons but specifically it can help with um PCOS 
endometriosis, if you have irregular periods, if your hormones are imbalanced, um, you're wanting to get pregnant, any of those things it can be helpful for. So I've, since I've been struggling with like, why is my period not starting? I was like, why would I not go get a foot zone? Perfect timing. Because I feel like I need to just work through some things maybe that I don't know about. (laughs) But I immediately walk in her home and you know, when you like feel like maybe you're in a dream, Mm -hmm. it was so cozy immediately. And we sit down and she makes, so she fills this tub up with or like local flowers and herbs and it's hot and it's you soak your feet in it and she gives you a foot scrub before she begins her zoning but she asks that you stay quiet for it's like a moment of silence during that whole part that beginning part until she starts to ask you some questions about your health and whatnot even that alone sounds oh my gosh like a wonderful experience and I immediately just like so I closed my eyes because we both ever we were just deep breathing at the beginning when it's quiet and just lip quivering. And I was like trying to like itch my face to hide my lip quivering. Cause I was no. like, why is my lip qui- why am I about to cry? No. I don't know what it is about someone touching your feet and like mm-hmm. serving you like that. Yeah. That just makes you it's so vulnerable. Completely. And then she, cause she wants you to like really connect with your body at that very beginning. And like feel all your feelings. And I was feeling all my feelings. I'm still, I'll tell you what. But nope. I bawled like a baby. Like ugly. I don't ugly cry. I know you say you ugly cry. I, I'm but the I don't, cry. I like have a very normal cry. That's very Where my lucky. mouth doesn't do weird things. And I'm like fairly. I can Can't talk relate. through it. Can't and relate. I'm like just normal and fine. But I was ugly crying through that appointment and it was straight magic and we I had things come up that I had no idea I needed to talk about and all the points on my feet that were so my whole foot everything was not tender except for my ovaries my uterus my fallopian tubes interesting um like specific hormones like so tender that it made me nauseous when she'd (gasps) barely touch them no yes oh so the second she would touch it she could feel heat in those areas too and she'd say does that before I could even she could ask me if it hurt I was like that hurts no so bad these are my feet that I touch every day that I don't even know are hurting yes and in these very specific points so everything that I'm carrying everything that's totally just so anyway she was able to work through it hurt really bad (laughs) but she was able to work through a lot of things and a lot of emotions and I think you guys if you are struggling with anything in your life not just hormones and whatnot try a foot zone it's not for everyone of course it's a different experience so I would just recommend trying it if you guys have never heard of them and if you haven't heard of, of them at all, you should listen to our Definitely. podcast with her. I, it's funny that you bring her up because she has been on my mind so mm. much lately. And so that's so interesting that you went because mm. I've been thinking about her a lot. Interesting. So I want to go and see her. Yes, you really need I to. I need to. I need it's, to just book an appointment and do it. She has such a special gift. There are some people that I feel like are so blessed with gifts. Oh my gosh. When she, you and I said this on the episode, after the episode with her, when she... Mm-hmm. walked in the room mm-hmm. it was it felt 
like different. A, it lit, yes, like a big exhale. Yes. And I, so when you were describing her home, mm-hmm. I can only imagine that mm-hmm. setting foot in her home is like her times a thousand. Yes. And just feeling it's, so it's really overwhelming because yeah. of how good it feels i believe that it's you guys she also does the sound bowl mm-hmm. healing mm-hmm. and which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. sounds or things to listen to when i do some meditation and she she's just something else she really she is. really is just in a class of her own she's amazing yeah i really want to go see her that's really cool that you did i know and she was like pretty positive she felt pretty confident saying like, you're going to start your period. Cute. Like this, she's, she's been able to zone people who are struggling with period loss like this. And days after she zones them, they start their period. It's incredible. So there's actual science behind all of it too, which is really cool for people who don't, yeah. who it sounds really weird More to holistic, them. Yeah. yeah. But so I'll keep you guys posted. I yeah. feel really good. I feel like I really needed all of that that happened yesterday, but I just can't posted. wait to recycle up with you. Same. That's what we're I, at best. This is, it's going to happen. It is. We just have to put it out there. Right. It's because we haven't seen each other in like a week. Yes. So our bodies just had to yes. like re-come together yes. and be like, oh, okay, we're doing this. We're going to start during we're the podcast. Both, <laughs> Blood on the chairs. Even my, my temperature dropped. Same. Like Mine did too. Big drop today. Okay. So it's got to be happening, right? See you, sister. <laughs> be there. Um, I wanted to hurry and mention, because we've done a hair and teeth mm-hmm. episode Yep. prior to this, it's one of our... Mm, it's, it's one of our more popular episodes. Yeah. People yes. love it. Yeah. We answered a bunch of hair and teeth questions, Um, but I still get messages in my personal inbox of you guys wanting to know certain hair products and if they're good or if they're not. And I just wanted to make a mention that right now I'm selling hair packages on my personal Instagram. You guys want these. They are slashed. Their prices are slashed. Mm -hmm. So because I'm a hairdresser, I get products at a discounted price there. It's almost like half of what you guys can get them for. So anyway, I created specific hair packages for like damaged hair or curly hair or dry hair or people who swim all the time or the lazy girl. <clears throat> yeah. The lazy, <laughs> the dirty girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a package literally for everyone and they're all discounted and you have to have your order in by the end of this week to be able to get the deal. You have so, them all in a highlight, right? I do your, have them on highlight bubble on, Instagram. on my Instagram page at Nicolette page. So, um, we'll probably, I'll probably just like link my Instagram below in our show notes in case Perfect. you don't. But if you're looking for a good gift for yourself for Christmas, we or maybe that. mom and dad don't know what to get you or boyfriend totally. or girlfriend, whatever it is, take a look at them. Absolutely. Yes. The last thing is that today our episode is sponsored by one of our favorite companies. They are a local Utah company. They're crude skincare. Yes. We love them. We love them so much. They are all natural ingredients. Mm -hmm. They have so many amazing products for acne, for rosacea, for so many different skin conditions. They have a wash that's good for a body scrub. You can also use it. It doubles as a moisturizer Mm -hmm. for your body. Mm -hmm. They have an amazing detox mask that is yes, in my weekly routine, like clockwork. Mm -hmm. Literally the only face mask that I use Mm -hmm. on my face. Yes. I love it. 
Yes. What, two ingredients. That's what's great about them. It's their limited ingredient, which is everything we need. And it's the whole point of their skincare line is to reset your skin and get it back to what it homeostasis. Is that the correct word? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Just get it back to its fresh baby skin. Luckily, we have a code for you guys. It is Flourish20. Mm-hmm. You can get 20% off of their products, which is amazing. Their products are very reasonably priced. Already. Already. So pop 20% on on top of that, and you're in for a treat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We recommend it so highly. Yes. We hope you enjoy. Yes. Um, Should we jump into our topic Let's for the day? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. We just get so chatty. I know. We really do. <laughs> we can't help it. But we love it. Yes, we yes. do. <laughs> Today's episode is all about inspiration versus comparison. Mm. Mm. It's tricky. Don't we feel this all day long? We really do. Mm-hmm. And it's a tricky one to navigate, I think. Definitely in a world where everything on social media is... The prettiest of prettiest. No one posts Only. the bad stuff. And you can constantly be comparing yourself yeah. to others or you can be feeling super inspired. Yeah. So we want to talk about how you know kind of what the difference between comparison versus inspiration is, kind of what those look like mm-hmm. when sitting next to each other and how to navigate through some of the feelings that might arise when you're feeling tempted to compare your situation with someone else's or Mm -hmm. how to and how to feel inspired yeah in your life yes um inspiration tells you anything is possible right absolutely literally anything you know you've been scrolling through pinterest before and you see a really cute outfit of a that a girl's wearing in paris and you're like i can do that you save it (laughs) to your your paris absolutely board inspo board and you're like that's possible it is yes but comparison tells you everything is impossible yeah you see that girl in paris and you feel icky Icky. cute choice of word that we both chose (laughs) and you don't pin it because you're mad yeah because it will never be you it'll only give you bad feelings yes seeing it yes unattainable yes not for you no but for everyone else Mm-hmm. It's possible, but never for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comparison just keeps you from fulfilling your true purpose, yeah. which is super sad. Very sad. Super, super sad. It, isn't there another <laughs> quote where people say comparison is the thief of happiness? Of joy, yeah. Or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like my mom used to say that totally. over and over and over and I totally. would roll my eyes. But, it, but, <laughs> but ain't it's that true. the truth. Yeah. It's very true. It really is. I, I don't think if you're living in a comparative state of mind Mm -hmm. or if you we talked in a previous episode about counting you know you have Mm. this much but someone else has more Mm -hmm. or you think they have more but living in a comparative lifestyle is I don't think you can be happy I don't think you can be really happy no I think it's it's really hard it's heavy so heavy to always feel like you're behind yeah or you're not enough like that those are heavy Mm -hmm. feelings I read this study and I'm sure Many people have heard this. I feel like it's gone around quite a bit. It was like on Instagram forever ago as a meme. But there were two gorillas and they were both sat side by side and they were given a task, the same task by the their keeper. 
and if they were able to fulfill, do their task, they were given a treat and they both were able to do the task just as good as the other. And the first gorilla was given a cucumber, slice of cucumber. And then the, and so he's just holding the cucumber. (laughs) And then the other one got a grape as his reward. Okay. And the one with the cucumber, well, and when he was handed the cucumber immediately, he was happy. He was so stoked. So happy. Like, oh my gosh, I did it. I get this treat. And then he watches the other one get a sweet grape Mm. and he immediately throws his cucumber (gasps) on the ground and like starts throwing a giant fit (gasps) and no longer wanted his cucumber. And they were just saying Mm. the psychology behind Mm -hmm. that. That's so us as humans too in the simplest form that. How many times have you, have you been victim of this or you've watched it with someone you love where let's on a big scale, let's say, okay, so you finally, you've saved up to put a down payment on a home, your first home you get, you, you and your person get to finally move in. You love it. It's cute and little. It's everything you could dream of. You're so proud of yourself for having the, having saved up enough to buy this home. Then your best friend also buys a home and it's six times bigger in a really cool city and you all of a sudden don't like your home anymore because you see your friends is way better more. and it now completely makes you have lost joy in your what you have which is sad because that's you have think to work how, hard yes and how often does it, that's a really big scale of something but think of it even in like a clothing article, like you loved your shirt and then totally. you see that your friend just went and bought like a Louis Vuitton sure. bag instead. And you like had saved up all this money to buy a cute shirt you wanted. And yes. now all of a sudden you don't want to wear that shirt anymore. And instead you want to save up money to buy a Louis Vuitton to buy the bag. And by it's the like, time you buy that bag, she's going to buy something else. Yes. Something bigger. Mm-hmm. So a horse, but we do it. Isn't that such a, it's a cycle that it is. I have fallen victim of before in my life. Have. And I, and I will, I am very aware of when I'm starting to do it because mm-hmm. I'm at a point now where I can like try to reel my see it. self back and say, okay, I know what's going on here and I'm not going to let that happen. Totally. But I think everyone is victim of that in 1, some form percent. or another. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that triggers things that make you get that feeling where you feel a little envious um, is a good way to know that that's something that's a potential for you and yeah. you're not trying as hard for it right now. Like, yeah. but it is something that you could achieve. Um, and I don't think that people necessarily, I think that's a mindset change. Cause I think a lot yes. of, for people, they see triggers and then mm-hmm. they avoid it 100% because it's something that they're like, Oh no, like, I don't want to feel that way because mm-hmm. It's a, tr- it's a trigger for me. I don't want to act on that. But when really it's something that they can use as, as motivation. Yeah. Because it's something that they see that they desire or that they can have or achieve. Mm-hmm. So I think that that is a total, like a huge mindset. You have to shift. Shift, major, yeah. Major. And you have to work hard. Um, I've mentioned Lacey Phillips before. I love her podcast love and her. I love all of her work. Um, but she is the one that claimed the term expanders. 
and you don't know what an expander is it is just it is that exact thing we just described so when you feel envious of someone so I'll give an example I there is someone that I know who's this like incredible photographer she's been able to create courses that she can make so much money off of that support her and she pours her passion into them and they're beautifully contented courses they're Um, stunning so so wonderful and I have felt those feelings of like oh why can't I do something like that and at first those are that's a negative thought right the why can't I do that and um since listening to Lacey and understanding what expanders are, I have learned that that person is actually an expander for me because instead of being the, why can't I, I now know that it's possible that I can do that. Yeah. She's showing you that she has shown me it's possible. Yeah. She's just like me. She's similar to my age. She's just as able and capable as I am to create something like that. So I now know it's something I can achieve. Yeah. And so those are expanders for us. Are those people that we feel envious of at the very beginning? Yes. (laughs) And yes, doing that mind flip of like, oh no, 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 no. You're like an, you're an example to me of that. This is possible. And that's inspiration. 100% inspiration. It's now taking away that Mm -hmm. comparison and now saying, oh, you've inspired me and you've expanded my process of thinking to now knowing that that's possible because if you look at it that way because some people believe that in that you need comparison Mm -hmm. in order to achieve your goals Mm -hmm. so people go back and forth some people say comparison is the thief of joy Mm -hmm. which i in so many situations it can be but then there are others who say you need that sort of comparison Mm -hmm. that you use that as fuel and that's not a bad thing yeah. to use that comparison because, but it all depends on how you're looking at it. Because yeah. if you're using that comparison to put yourself down, right, then that's bad. But if you're using that comparison to turn into inspiration mm-hmm. to achieve something that you want from your life, then you can use that as a driving force to achieve it. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I think a good way to even identify what is going on inside your body and why if you feel like you're someone who is just constantly comparing and that Instagram is a really hard thing for you because all you do is feel that comparison emotion pop up as you scroll I I feel like the best thing to do is to first define what success means to you um, and that is in like a career spirit your spirituality family personal, um, monetary, what does that, what does success look like to you? Because if you can't define, so for instance, for me, what if it was, I want to save $20,000 over the next five years or something. That's what success means to me. If you see people saving a hundred thousand in the next five years, it shouldn't offend you because you know that for you to be, that's your definition of success. So you'll be happier knowing that that's once you complete that, that that was big enough for you and you don't need to compare yourself to the person making a hundred thousand in five years. But if you can't define what success looks like and what you actually want, you're going to start using 
someone else's definition of success as yours. And then you'll feel and insecure. You'll always feel insecure. You will. Because then you you don't have it because that's not your, what's on track for you. Mm-hmm. If you try and go down someone else's road mm-hmm. and you're doing it side by side with them and that's their road that they've chosen mm-hmm. and you're on their road instead of your own, you're yes. always going to fall short because totally. you're not on your own no. path. No, and it won't feel right. No, it won't and feel right. And they'll be thriving because it is their path. Ex- exactly. <laughs> So you do. I think that's a really good point. I think finding <clears throat> what your core values mm-hmm. are, what you want, your what your inspiration is, what mm-hmm. success is, is a really good starting point for that journey. Yes. And it also eliminates your, because comparison is always going to be there no matter what. Totally. And that's okay. We all have mm-hmm. to know how to just navigate it. But if you can limit your pool of what you compare yourself against to a smaller pool, you're going to be able to handle that a lot better. So if you can eliminate, so for instance, I am not someone who cares a lot about toys, like as far as like ATVs or a boat, like those things aren't my thing that I like dream about and wish about. So I know that I've made a mental note of that, that that doesn't, it's not what brings you joy, spark joy for me. So I can now eliminate all the people that are buying all those things. And I can erase them out of my mind and know that I don't need to compare myself to them because those things don't matter. Different tracks. Because if I didn't know that, then I could see myself just all of a sudden being insecure and feeling like, oh my gosh, how can they buy all those things? And why am I they not just able to buy another those one? I don't even yes. have one. Yes. And, and I don't even want one. Right. But why am I wishing? So if but you, because you see them doing it and they're, they look happy. Right. Right. They, they're thrilled because that's what they love. Yes. And so they, they look like they're thriving and you're like, oh my gosh, I want, I yes. want that too. If I get that, I'm going to be happy. Even though it'll sit on my yeah, and I'll never RV use pad. it. But I'll if never I use it, yeah. but it will make me feel good. But at least I'll have one so that I measure up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so if you can eliminate the people, those the people you see on a daily basis, on your Instagram, in real life, wherever it is, and they're having big things that don't even you don't even want them. Yes. Stop comparing yourself to them. Those are not things you even want. No. So just close it off. swipe right that doesn't serve me yeah and 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 move on and sometimes it takes you know making a very mental note or a physical note on a piece of paper the things that you actually care a lot about and the things that don't serve you and so you can stop comparing yourself to all the people doing all the things yeah if you're not a big traveler you don't care to travel the world it gives you anxiety you don't want to go you don't like getting on a plane then don't be jealous of everyone who's over in europe right now totally don't let it bug you, right? You need I myself, to learn. <laughs> I want to be there. I myself, I want to be there. Yeah. I'm very envious. I'm a little envious. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's, it's okay. Inspiration. Inspiration. I'm getting there in the spring. I'm, absolutely. It's happening. It's happening. You just got to make a plan for it, okay? Yes. I think another thing that is a bit of a mental shift too is when you see the person buying the boat, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't care about it for you, but you're happy for them. Yes. Being happy for them mm-hmm. is 
amazing because even Mm -hmm. if you're someone who compares for the sake of comparing and even Mm -hmm. if you don't want the boat but you still feel jealous that they have the boat Mm -hmm. like you said remind yourself you don't really you really don't care about the boat no but showing them that you're happy for them even if that's faking it till you make it for a while is a big game changer Mm -hmm. being able to be happy for other people when they are getting things that they're working hard for Mm -hmm is amazing that's what we we should all be doing that we should all be supporting each other like when something great happens for our friends yes like you're doing something that you love yes you worked hard for something and you got it wow Mm -hmm. (laughs) like good for Mm -hmm. you and I don't think that comes instinctively it doesn't most humans our brain yeah and so you do have to put an effort into it and it takes I think it's like practice you have Absolutely. to do it and it's gonna sound awkward probably coming out of your mouth it'll feel foreign but try because I think eventually you actually will genuinely feel I can I can attest to that absolutely happy. because I think I I started in a place like that for mm-hmm. in some areas you know or because in the beginning you know you have a friend that's a little older than you and you're in school and you're not making oh. any money mm-hmm. right and literally zero dollars and you see people who are ahead of you and they are buying a house or Mm -hmm. they bought you know they're doing something or they're able to travel which is what I love to do Mm -hmm. but I'm not able to do that right now because I'm I'm focusing on other things I'm doing what I have to do in order to build up to that right and seeing that and it would it would cause like kind of the icky feelings of like like Mm -hmm. I can't do that because I have I have to do this totally but trying to just be like you know what though look how happy they are like they're having so much fun yeah and like good for them because they worked for it like look where look where they're at and Mm -hmm. I'm only a couple years behind and soon I'll have my own turn and I hope that they'll be happy for me in turn when I get there yeah and I think what I think you were saying it doesn't come instinct instinctively yeah Words are to, weird. That words are weird. I was going to say instinctually, but I think that sounds too that's fancy. That's a JP word. That is a JP word. JP makes up words. He so does. that's a JP word. It's rubbing off on me. So but that sounds too fancy. So instinctively, uh-huh. still sounds wrong. Um, it, that doesn't come naturally mm-hmm. because I think that goes back to humans and survival instinct, mm-hmm. you know, because you have to make sure you're doing you, that your family, your your group of people is doing well you know that you're making it you're surviving yeah. you're doing well and so you're trying to focus on yourself and you see other people mm-hmm. that are doing different or doing quote-unquote better and that can feel threatening to your survival instinct because you're trying to make sure that your group is is good and so I think it is something that we've had to kind of override in For life sure. and but it makes you happier yes when you can feel genuinely happy for other people mm-hmm. it it really, it's such a weight or in a burden lifted off your shoulders to just be like, look at that. I wish I knew if it released serotonin in your body. Cause I feel like it does it, when you allow yourself to feel happy for someone. Yeah. I feel like it. Cause sometimes when I've felt it deep in my core for some people, I'm like, why do I want to start crying? <laughs> why yes, do I feel too. so happy? Yes. That was and me at your wedding, bawling, bawling my eyes we out never in the knew, corner. We thought it would never happen. <laughs> I was genuinely so happy. JP's mm-hmm. like, you didn't even cry this hard at our wedding. Stop, stop, Literally, he's stop. whispering in my ear. He's like, you didn't cry this hard at our own wedding. Uh-huh. But I was like mm-hmm. genuinely mm-hmm. thrilled 
that you were getting married and you looked so happy and you were so happy and you were crying and I was crying and I was like, this is like, I will see it release. It really does. Let yourself like authentically feel it. And I feel like it was a special moment for me. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of your day too. So selfish. But I did. I was like, I feel so good. Like I felt like I was getting married again. Like I was so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, what a beautiful day. Like it was, I loved it. Yeah. And it really is such a good feeling to mm-hmm. feel the genuinely that good for other people. Yeah. I think it all stems back to knowing who you are at the end of the day too. Absolutely. And don't we all feel like the older we get, the more sure we feel in our skin, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I say amen Definitely. to that. But I feel that when you know exactly what you stand for and what you want, you don't have time to compare yourself to someone else. You really don't. Because they're living their own freaking life with their own freaking goals. <laughs> knowing who they're freaking are. <laughs> they're freaking, freaking are. are. <laughs> but it's true when you know what exactly you want your projection to look like. Yeah. It's so fine-tuned and detailed to just you as you, your little human being you are. So it's so silly to compare it to someone else who is not even kind of close to you and like to who that you are. So when we know what we want, it's a lot easier to not compare. Totally agree. Yeah. I think a good way to look at comparison as well is that when you're comparing yourself with someone else, Mm -hmm. you're comparing your weaknesses with their strengths. It's such a wake-up call. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, look at where you put yourself immediately mm-hmm. when you're comparing your things that you're not great at with things that they're best at. Well, it's it's going to do no good for you because giving energy to the negative parts of you or thoughts, negative thoughts about yourself is literally never going to make those become a strength. No. Your weaknesses. No. You're using someone else as the measurement for yourself. Mm-hmm. How, mm-hmm. how do you ever mm-hmm. stack up when you're using someone else as your measurement? Totally. To be happy. Yes. It doesn't work. <sighs> no. It just, not at it all. just doesn't work. No. Like, because really, if you really break that down and you think about it, how silly is it to compare your life, you're using someone else's life. Yes, to, as, to, as the measuring stick. Yes, of where to measure up when they're not living your life. You're doing completely different things. Well, it would never make our worlds work because if everyone wanted to be a billionaire of a tech company, there would only be people that were working as billionaires in tech companies. We wouldn't have someone working at a grocery store. We wouldn't have someone training horses. Exactly. We wouldn't have, there wouldn't be other careers or creativity or hobbies because we'd all be being the same, the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of creepy. It's kind of yucky. Yeah. And sounds like we're in an assimilation. Simulation. Why are we? We're struggling. It's early. It's really early. Um, no, I agree with that. That's it's twisted when you allow yourself to think of it that way. It's, yeah, and it puts you in such a box, which is oh, we hate so boxes. We hate them. You guys know we hate a box. A box with duct tape. You around can do it. anything. Terrifying. But if you're in a box, you can do nothing. You can do absolutely nothing. You can't really? even get comfy. No, you can't even see. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark in there. Yes. Um, I want to go back a little bit to 
what I was saying about my friend who's a photographer who yeah. I felt, first of all, if she's listening, I have never felt <laughs> negative feelings towards you. I hope you know that. <laughs> when I'm saying I'm envious, she knows. She, she, knows. Knows. she, knows. she definitely knows. Um, but yes, when I've got, I've gotten those feelings of like, oh, I want to be able to do that. It's not fair. But I have, this part is where you need to completely let go of your ego. This can wow. be hard with everyone. Egos. Every single person. Ego Egos is always there. Scary. But I've heard the term collaboration crushes competition. Absolutely. And when you think about it, it first sounds like a lie and so backwards because you're like, wait a minute. If we mm -hmm. collaborate, I'm giving you some of my knowledge for you to now be successful. And now I feel more competitive. Like now that just defeats me being my own person and you being yours and us just like trying to make it. But really, if you can allow yourself to ask someone for help who's say you want to learn how to save money and you have a friend who does it really well. Why would you not ask them for advice? I know it's because of the ego. It's the ego. Yeah. And with my situation with this friend of mine, I finally was like, I'm actually just going to like go to lunch with her or I'm going to text her all of my questions about how can I start an online course for hair for people to sell, like to teach people how to do hair. Totally. Um, what supplies do I need? All like all the teeny details. And I had to really let go of being, having the thoughts of she's going to be bothered because I'm trying to do what she's doing. Totally. I had to let go. Yeah. And the second that I've done that, I've tried really hard even with other little areas of my life to do this. And it literally zaps the com the comparison competition feeling um completely and it it is really true I feel like if you can find people that are in your space or at your level that have come from similar backgrounds and you see them doing something you wish you could do reach out to them now, if there's someone who's like 60 years older, was given an, an inheritance at a young age. Different situation. Different. But so you kind of almost need to find someone in your similar. Totally agree. Background that could really help you up level. But you have to be okay with letting go of your ego and just asking and being for okay, guidance and help. Being okay to not know anything. And which because how it's, it can be embarrassing sometimes when people, when you don't know something like I've mm -hmm. I feel like I've done that before when someone's like you know you know that right or you've heard about this right and mm -hmm. you're like uh-huh and mm -hmm. then I'm like no, I haven't yeah I, I haven't yeah but we I mean when we started our podcast we knew, we knew nothing 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 about how how do you start a podcast mm -hmm. we didn't know no how many people did we reach out to so many <laughs> people we knew that did podcasts yes and they shared information they and did some never got back to us it's true and that's also something you have to be yeah, okay with. Exactly. Because the, yeah, sometimes people don't want you to know what they mm -hmm. know, but there's a, um, Kevin Hart was on a Joe Rogan podcast and I had listened to it with JP. And then actually my patient this week, mm -hmm. 
uh, brought it up to me. We were talking about it and he was saying something that he loves. I was explaining to him about our podcast and what we talk about. And he was saying how much he loved that, that we are spreading knowledge Mm -hmm. to people and that we aren't keeping things to ourselves. And that was something that Kevin Hart goes into on that podcast is the spreading of knowledge. And why would we keep it to ourselves when we can help people? Yes. So helping someone, you know, fulfill their dreams or helping someone, if we have information that can help people Mm -hmm. and help them to succeed or, and to even learn from that, and then they can grow and spread new information to other Mm -hmm. people. The world would be such a wonderful place if we were all spreading the knowledge that we all have on the topics that we're good at and being open and willing and not like hiding things that made us successful Mm -hmm. or not trying to keep things to ourselves that have worked for us because we don't want other people to be you know to, to get there as well yeah and so being willing to be open and and honest which I think an online course is is a a good thing I mean that an online course on something that you are good at Yes. Is literally you're giving people. That you know you're good at. Yes. You're giving people mm-hmm. s- like secrets on yeah. how to be good. I remember thinking that way when photographers in the very beginning were selling their presets. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, why on earth would you yes. sell your presets? People are going to be able to edit just like you. All Everyone's pictures will look like yours. Yes. And then you'll lose business because then they can do it. Mm-hmm. But that's people who know that they are good at what they do. Yes. And then are like, okay, I can spread my knowledge and people can learn from me mm-hmm. and they can get better at what they're doing, mm-hmm. which really, that's really probably the way it should work. Yeah. And it's, it is such a mental game with that too. All of this is like just shifting your perspective. Cause I've even remembered feeling when I raised my prices for the first time a few, two years ago, I thought. I'm going to lose everyone. Mm-hmm. Why would Scary. I do this? I'm going to lose everyone and they're going to go to this person now and this person now. And honestly, there is space for everyone. Completely. And I think that's where the photographer game really showed that because I feel like they that was like a very at least in our generation photographers selling their presets that give them the exact look. You have to know that they realize that there is going to be, they're okay selling their presets because they know that there are enough people that will love exactly what they do and come back to them no matter what, because they want that experience with them specifically. Totally. Um, But then that there's also some people that have different budget goals and that can't afford maybe this photographer, but still wants the look of that photo. Absolutely. Anyway, it, you can look at it in all different ways and there is space for everyone. You're, there are so many people in the world. So there's going, you are going to do the exact same thing as yes, about a million other and people. Sharing your secrets is not going to make people stop going to you or using your stuff. If anything, I think it will just broaden. Mm-hmm. You're putting such a good energy out there that it's going to broaden what comes back to you no matter what. Agreed. But you do have to let go of thinking, having that fear mindset of like, I'm going to now lose clients or business or this because I'm sharing my secrets. So (laughs) tricky, tricky for the brain. Tricky. Um, I, I think a good thing to remember too, is that people are people. (laughs) 
that we have all yeah. gone through shiz. Mm-hmm. And just because you see someone who's super successful doesn't mean they might have a really bad marriage. They might have been abused sexually by their father as a kid. They might have been in foster homes growing up. Like you, they, lit- they could be broke. They could be broke and they could have a million dollar home and have toys sitting outside on their driveway. You literally don't know. And if it sucks, because if we could all wear all of our pains and what we've gone through on the outside of us, we would never pick on each other, right? Totally. But it sucks that it takes that for us to not pick on each other. And we should just make a conscious effort to remember (laughs) that just because someone looks like they have it all and are doing everything and have all the money, we really don't know what they are going through currently or what they went through to get them to where they are. Totally. I found a quote that I liked that it says, the only time you should look in your neighbor's bowl is to make sure that they have enough. You don't look in your neighbor's bowl to see if you have as much as they do. Mm. Which I thought was a, a mm-hmm. really good Mm-hmm. example yeah I like that a lot um I think we can all in general just do better when I when I've felt that I'm in a funk of comparison um or feeling down on just like where I'm at I feel that giving compliments to not only those that are like what you said, doing things, getting things that you don't want, but those who are ahead of you in everything you want. Um, Cause maybe that's even harder than complimenting someone who has something that you don't want. I think complimenting the person that has everything you want is <laughs> the hard part. Way hard. <laughs> so I have always felt that when I allow myself to do that, Um, and genuinely wish other people well, um, who have more than me, I feel a lot better. I really do. And my energy towards them no longer feels as competitive. If I can just love them and be happy for them and keep on remembering, I mean, I can get there one day. I can get there one day. And surrounding yourself with those like-minded people that have all the things that you want is a great start. You're going to learn from them. You're going to be around it 24 seven. It's going to inspire you and encourage you to work hard. Totally. So don't you feel like as an adult, you like start to like pull out and notice, wow, I like surround myself with all the same type of yes, yes. people. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like sometimes kind of weird where you like, this is a silly one, but me and you love to save money. We do. It's like something fun for us. It is. It's a weird, gross fun we? thing yeah. that we love to save. <laughs> we love budgeting tools and all of the things. But Colby and I did like a zoom out of like our life and all the people that we surround ourselves with as far as friendships go. And all of our friendships are like that. Interesting. Like our closest people, everyone is like-minded in the sense of like, yeah. we like to save our money. That's about the same for us, actually. Isn't I haven't really it thought weird? about it. And that's yeah. just a small thing. Totally. There's all different ways you can, I think that we also have a lot of entrepreneurial, entre, 
entrepreneur entrepreneur friends is that so hard that's hard it felt like it took me 20 minutes we're choosing hard words today (laughs) but a lot of our friends are entrepreneurs and i have either one of the spouses or both of them have their own business it's true and we've done a zoom out of that and been like that's our friend yeah it's interesting so it's cool that as you as you become who you really want to be I feel like naturally you start weeding out the people that you don't, that don't uplift you anymore. And you stop hanging out with that group and you bring in all these other people and gravitate to the people that are doing what you're doing. So it's, you have all these like-minded people, which is freaking amazing (laughs) because it only pushes you to, to do better and to be better and agreed, be more inspired. So just, you know, a little thought to leave you with as our mantra for the the episode yes. as a whole is just to be content with where you are while celebrating where others are going. Yes. Okay. We love you so much. So much. And we are so excited that we have done this for a year. Almost. <sighs> Can't We're almost at a year. We're a month away. And we hope that we've cultivated a community where we feel, hopefully you guys feel a genuine feeling from us that we support you and we're wanting to share this information to help you guys and we want to get rid of all of that boxed in mindset of like no this is our knowledge and our knowledge to keep we get it all we get to keep it all and we get to thrive (laughs) hopefully you feel it from us that we genuinely feel we believe these words and we love sharing them with you and we just want all of us to learn from each other and love each other yes flourish and flourish (laughs) it'll never get old no never get old (laughs) um that being said with all of our new listeners we just would really love if Mm -hmm. you wanted a little scoot your little booty over to (laughs) apple podcasts Mm -hmm. and give us a review and a rating it really helps our podcast grow it's really one of the main things that helps our mm-hmm. podcast grow on those platforms. So it means so much to us and we appreciate it and we love you. We love you so much. We'll see you in a week.